Wins Thursday on WEI. That's the reason Boston fans get skittish. And it's time for the most feared hockey analyst in America. That's good hamburger, but it's not steak. Former Beast defenseman and head coach Mike Melberry. They're a freaking mess. You make a comment about the great one and not be 100% positive. I was, I, I needed a cup of coffee, to be honest with you. Right now on the Craig Hill Morning Show. John Hall, not Taylor Hall, or not, a Hall, when it comes to H-A-U-L, when yeah. it comes to a trade. And Bruins Thursday is presented by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh since 1860, and commenting on the NHL since around the same time, 1860 or so, it is... <laughs> It is, it is, uh, it is my that, friend Mike Milbury. Mike, good morning. A Hall, is that what you said? A Hall. Wiggy said uh, that they would get a Hall if they <laughs> if they were to trade Brad Marchand. We we talked about this with you. Uh, I think it was last week or the week before, but we might as well we might as well get into it because I guess you have to if you're going to look. It's December. And Wiggy putting himself in the in the seat of Cam Neely and Don Sweeney, I guess, has decided that this is not a playoff team, and so it's time to to blow it up. Where where do you stand this morning on that? Well, first of all, I mean, it's possible that it could be a playoff team, but you, if you look at the standings, which I did briefly this morning, it was a short night, and um, I don't want any really difficult questions, but the first six spots are gone. They're gone. They're not going to catch any of those guys that are ahead of them. So that means there are a couple spots available and some pretty good competition. So the fact that they might not make it is a real possibility. And so what do you do in that situation? I mean, Bergeron's 37. Does he want to go play in Montreal for the last couple of years of his life? I don't think so because they suck right now, right? I mean, if he's going to go anyplace, he's going to go someplace where he might want a Stanley Cup. Uh, but this is a question good teams face all the time. They run through a cycle and they get to the point where, you know, we have Bergeron, we have this, this affinity for him. We love the guy, but if you're really going to do business in the right way, it's probably time to move on. To be honest with you, it's time to move on. Wow. Go to him, have the conversation. And, and then to take it a step further, although it would be hard, it would be really hard to trade Marshman as well. It's probably worth a discussion. Uh, if you're going to retool, you need you need assets to retool, which is, means you need a good draft position. Uh, you might need some great prospects, and both of those guys are going to bring that kind of stuff. And if you think your time is up for this run, then it's time to move on, and you make really hard decisions, and they're risky too. They're really risky. So that's where I'm at, but it's a very fair question. Well, I mean, my day, my day is complete. What are you smiling about? Because, listen, Mike Milbury's the hockey guy, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about Boston. We're talking about the Bruins. And so when he agrees with me to a certain extent, I feel like, you know what? T- that today's a good day. Nothing it just, can happen. It seems like, and I get this, this is a fan perspective. I can die right now. This is a, fan, to go too, this is a fan perspective, but it, it seems like blasphemy to think about trading Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, but that's what they say about everybody that's been through a run. Like Jonathan Taves, 
has won three Stanley Cups in Chicago. He has zero goals in 24 games, if I read my statistics right. He has not been a factor for a long time now. If I'm Jonathan Taves, I'm thinking about, I think he's got one year left on a contract with a few million left on it. But why? He's done everything he can accomplish. Say goodbye or move on to some other place because it's not fun to watch him play anymore. And this is one of my favorite players of all time. I I mean, I love the guy. But it, it, it comes time to say enough is enough. And it's time for the organization to say, we got to move on. We got to try somebody new, somebody fresh, and give ourselves a chance to reset this thing. And it's, it's very difficult to do. Teams like the Islanders in the 80s had to face that. Didn't go well for them. They hung on too long. Bruins probably hung on too long in the 70s. They could have maybe gotten better assets for some of their guys. But it's not an uncommon problem. But the solution is, is difficult. Uh, and causes pain, but it's for my money, it's the way to go. And Mike, you you you've kind of like you've coached before, so you understand like how difficult it might be if you're coaching a team. Then maybe you are a playoff team, but are you like a back in playoff team? And maybe you're a one and done. Maybe where Bruce Cassidy might be sitting right now, coaching this hockey team, and saying <laughs> maybe it's best that we do look to say, hey, how can we get us back to where we want to be for the next four, five, six years? How difficult is it to juggle like those two emotions and saying, all right, yeah, maybe we are a playoff team with some of these guys that have been here forever, but does that really benefit us for the next five, six, seven years? It's, it's got to be the, the general manager and the coach have to be in sync, and that's not always the case. When You've seen Bruce. We've talked about it. He's starting to bang on the people publicly. That's not going to fly. So he knows there's something going on here in terms of talent level, and and Don Sweeney has to see the, see the same thing. But to, to tell a coach, hey, listen, we're going to get rid of some of our key players and you're not going to make the playoffs for three years, and your job is safe. And that's probably not going to happen, right? You know, <laughs> if things go really south, Sweeney's going to say, see you, Bruce, sorry, we were retooling, and it just looks bad, and I need a new face in there, and adios. So the coach wants to win today. The manager has to take a look at the longer picture, and he has to get the coach to buy in. Not an easy thing to do. Mike, Curtis said earlier, and I think we have a poll up, that the Bruins, during the, let's call it the Bergeron era, that they have underperformed, underachieved. Uh, Would you agree with that? Uh, No, I wouldn't say they've underachieved. What have they been to the the finals? How many times? Three times. Three times. Three times. times. They won once. They, they, They lost game six at home in a surprising turn of events to Chicago. I mean, that was tough. And they lost. To St. Louis, I mean, and Game Seven. I mean, it was a disappointing Game Seven. I'll I'll say that, but it was still. Uh, it's been a hell of a run for them. They've been consistently good. And you know, I I was through an era where we were consistently good. Stanley Cup Finals, my first couple of years, and then lost that too many men on the ice uh, game. Did do we underachieve because we didn't win a Stanley Cup? I don't know. I guess maybe a little bit, but. It's been fun to watch them compete, and it's a tough league with 30-plus teams in it. So I'd be hard-pressed to say they underachieved. Just the poll, uh, just for, I mean, I was surprised by the reaction. 61%, 200 votes just in about a couple minutes ago. So say that they have, yes, they have underachieved with Patrice Bergeron. 61%. Yeah. Say going to the, the Stanley Cup Finals three times is under underachieving. Wow. 
Mike, after the game, yeah. it was it was talked about in the press conferences about how frustrations can seep into a group easily. When you look at this team on the ice, do they look like a group that's frustrated? And whether it's with Cassidy or the lack of Cassidy in Canada right now or just how they're playing? When, you know, you have expectations for yourself that are clearly higher than they're achieving right now, that's when frustration comes in. My frustration with the team isn't so much with Bergeron or Apostanak or Martian. It's with those bunch of guys that they signed in the offseason that were supposed to be real solid players, contribute a little bit offensively, and they've just laid a giant fart for me. They've been just nothing but average. So uh, I, I, that to me is disappointing. They spent a lot of money on these guys, and they were supposed to be helpful, and they've been hardly helpful. Who's been the most disappointing in your eyes? Well, you know, I love Felino, but I don't think his production has been very good. Hall hasn't been very good. I mean, go down the line. I'm not a huge Forbert fan, but he's got a few goals to do his resume. But almost anybody that you can talk about that he signed in the offseason has been less than an enthusiastic performer. I mean, you look at Hall and Krejci really, really made – you have to look back and go, he really made him a much better player. Well, geez, the guy's making like a ton of money. He's supposed to be a, he was an MVP player a couple of years ago. He's supposed to be better than this. He's just like, he's got great speed. He's just, I don't know what he is. I don't know if he's smart enough. He certainly talks a good game, but I, I haven't seen it on the ice. This is a guy that should be a top forward on your, on your lineup, no matter who's in the middle. And he obviously needs people to make him better and great players don't need other players to make them better. They make themselves better. Mike, congrats on the Legacy Award last night at the Garden at the Tradition. Greg has been uh, campaigning to get himself in there for years. And <laughs> come up empty. Uh, what was the gossip? Any scuttlebutt from Ortiz, Mikhail, Ainge, etc.? Any, anything juicy? Oh, Mikhail. Mikhail is just like, he used to come down and drink Miller Lights down at the, the Bruins locker room or we go to the Celtics room. And he's just so much fun. And, and Ainge is you know, when he's not being in his general manager role anymore, is, is really an imp. He's sort of a mischievous imp, and they had some great stuff. But I tell you, the end of the night I spent uh, talking to uh, the spaceman, Bill Lee, and that <laughs> a treat. I mean, that is a treat. We go from, from pitching curveballs to smoking cannabis all in about yeah. 15 minutes. It was well, good stuff. Well, see, I would guess, as he always is, like my mom used to say, on something. What was he? Do you know what he was on? What was he on last you know what? I got to tell you, I think he was just high on life. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. I, you, you, I, you're saying it. Wiggy said it, but when you say it, it makes more sense right. to me. Sounds better. This, I, we, we may have to resign ourselves to the fact that this currently, as currently composed, is not a playoff team, and that's that's. Well, it's borderline. Your borderline then you'd have to start taking action, right? If you're just a borderline team, who wants to just be borderline? That's no fun. You either really suck or you're really good. Well, see, that's what I would think, right? And I know Curtis had put the poll up. But when you kind of look at where the Bruins have been since their, you know, since the Stanley Cup loss against Chicago, they've either been didn't make the playoffs, been bounced in the first round or the second round, and had the one a cup appearance against St. Louis. So, Mike, from a you know a coach's standpoint or an organization standpoint, when you have one of the best lines in hockey, and it's been like that for a couple of years, what are the expectations for a Bruins team? Is it second round? 
you know, is it making it to a conference finals? Obviously, I know the ultimate goal is the Stanley Cup. But in, in your mind, what are they thinking is successful for a team with this much talent or had well, talent? You know, you know, you're not going to win with a one-trick pony in any sport. Mm-hmm. And that's what they are. They're a one-trick pony. After the first line, there's some decent players, but they're they're not gelling. They're not coming together. They've been underachieving. And that means their future is severely limited. They've got a really low ceiling, and that means the general manager and the president and the owner have to sit down and say, where are we going with We just want to squeak into the playoffs, get money for that first round. And you make a lot of money if you get to the first round of the playoffs. Or do we really seriously want to try to win a Stanley Cup and be successful for the long run. That's the position they're in right now. It's a tough position to be in. Tough decisions lie ahead. But, I mean, when you go to Vancouver and you can't beat the Canucks, when you put your best game on the line against Tampa Bay Lightning and it's still not good enough, I mean, you go into Detroit, you go to Detroit, or Detroit comes to Boston and you lose to them, you got to start looking in the mirror and looking hard. Any chance? I, I know Krejci is lighting it up in the in the uh, Czech League. Any any chance that you think that he would want to come back? I mean, he left it kind of open ended. He did leave it open ended. You know, uh, would I be rushing back to be part of this Bruins juggernaut right now? No, <laughs> yeah. I would. I'd just be. I'd, I'd be careful. And he's he went back there for a reason. His family's there. His friends are there. He can hang out, speak his native language, and. You know, that's not a bad way to end your career. So my, my, I can't answer the question from David's perspective, but I would think if he's lighting it up and he's, he's at home, it might be a good place to finish your career. All right, Mike. If you want to hear more from Mike Milbury, check out the Mike Milbury Fight Club podcast. How's that going? Podcast going good? It's been fun, actually. We're about, I'm going to hang up with you guys and meet up with my, my compadres downstairs, and we're going to do a podcast that will – have no boundaries, so check it out if you can. All right. Um, Mike Milbury, we'll talk to you again next week. It is a Bruins Thursday here at WEEI.